Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 58 of the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. I am your host, Tom, joined alongside my panel of Ian and Joe. Are you guys ready to ride? Yeah. I'm ready to ride. Oh, oh Ian's right. enthusiasm. Oh, it's infectious. Yeah. yeah. Well, this episode, we are talking about Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, everything you want to know about Knott's Berry Farm. We're doing the overview. We're uh, getting ready for our 2019 late July, early August vacation. And so the next on the list is Knott's Berry Farm. This is a park that I'm very excited to go to because I've heard such great things. Before we get into that, uh, Joe, you have an update on the Food and Wine Festival. You went back to Bush Gardens thanks to your veterans uh, they offering free veterans entrance or admittance. So tell us uh, an update. Yes, that was fantastic. We went, so we signed up on the, the website. I think I, we posted the link to the uh, Vacationers Facebook, uh, to the Bush Gardens. So we went out, filled out the thing in Bush Gardens. They verify your veteran status. And I got four free tickets. Sweet. So it was great. So I took the tickets. We head down to Bush Gardens. Uh, nice them. rainy morning. <laughs> uh, rain dumping everywhere. We knew it was going to clear up later in the day. So I was like, this would be perfect. Keep all the crowds away in the morning. Oh, yeah. So we got in with a light drizzle, um, went right on through and uh, rode all the rides, kept going back, hunting for the shrimp taco. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they took it. It took a while when they first opened. That's the other thing. We went on a couple of rides. We went on the new swing. Yep. Uh, we went a couple of roller coasters. And right as they were opening food and wine, I head straight back <laughs> to get the shrimp tacos. And their computer terminal was not working. Oh, <laughs> and that was the one part of food and wine that had not opened. Wow. Wow. And so we were frustrated. And so we went over and had potatoes for lunch. <laughs> potatoes. Fantastic. Oh, Lord. So I ended up buying another sampler 10 pack for the, for the oh, family. Because nice. my, yeah, my kids were there. My wife, so it was a four of us. So yeah. we were able to use it. And we used it almost entirely on booze and dessert. Um, <laughs> so we got the pear ciders. We got the, the hard cider over in Ireland. We got all, basically all the ciders they offered. Did you get the Guinness uh, moose? Uh, we did not get a Guinness moose. Oh man. So good. Uh, I thought about the Guinness moose, but we ended up getting something else. But I had to save the last two for shrimp tacos for Christmas. Oh, yes. And? And every bit as good as you said and more. (laughs) If it's possible that you understated how good that shrimp taco was. Oh, my God. That was really good, right? I mean, that needs to be a regular menu item. (laughs) Oh, they really do. I'd live there. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Well, fantastic. I was shocked in. So, and that was the other thing we were going through the day and it was getting towards the afternoon. Um, and we were staying around a little extra because we wanted to get some of the food samplers and get all the drink samplers. So we were there a little longer than we normally would. Yeah. And I was just sitting outside the ride, uh, Paula's chariot. Oh yeah. And some guy comes up to me and says, Hey, I have a fast pass. Do you want it? Oh, quick cue. It was a quick cue. Yeah, he gave me a quick cue. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, thank you. And I thanked him. It was wonderful. And then I gave it to give the kids. They ran up the quick cue. And Bush Yarns, they weren't scanning their quick cues. Oh, that's interesting. So and so <laughs> my daughter went on a quick queue to apologize. She got off, handed it to my son. He went and you handed her the same pass, got right back on the quick cue. Huh. Interesting. 
And so then we hung around the park and, you know, we just send the kids to here, go, you know, just hand them a quick cue and they'd go off and do a ride, hand it back to the other one. They'd go do a ride and nobody anywhere in the park scanned a quick cue all day. Wow. Really? So you and know, so that pass you know was, was good. A, it wasn't an unlimited quick cue or no, it wasn't. It, it was, was a just a regular quick cue and nobody even bothered to scan it or nothing. They're just hand them off. They just go on and they're just waving people through with a card. That's insane. Wow. And so, yeah, we <laughs> went through the kids went on tons of extra rides alone though. Yeah. They had to go alone. We only had <laughs> one of them, but they, they would just take turns, right? You yeah. Go, so I mean, it's easy. You get on Apollo's chariot and there was a big line for Apollo's chariot too. Oh, by really? the end of the day, wow. that place got packed. Wow. Yeah, by the end of the day, the park had filled up. It was packed. There were huge lines everywhere, and the kids were just zipping through quick queues to get through a couple rides. Huh. And our way on, on our way out, found some people looked like they could use a quick queue, oh, passed it along. Nice, nice. Say, hey, they're not scanning. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so we waited all the way to England. <laughs> we got someone who just showed up because you know the people that come late i mean they oh, they yeah. never they had no chance to ride anything all day long it was just like yeah you people are screwed yeah and they were coming in it was like 2 30 in the afternoon the every the park is full and crowded and hot and muggy and a, so oh. somebody got himself a quick queue hope what, they enjoyed <laughs> what time did they give you the quick queue because when you said later that evening i was picturing more like right. five or six Oh, no, it was. Oh, no, actually, they gave it to us at about two. We gave it to them at about four. Oh, OK, 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 OK. So it was later. OK, <laughs> OK. <laughs> yeah, it was two. Two was when he gave it to us. And then we gave it to them at about four. So we got a couple hours of quick queue in. Oh, nice. Ah, very nice. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't know what lesson to learn there. But, <laughs> but just so, just have a great face and people will yeah, give you things. Wow. Or they feel sorry for you. <laughs> You're or, sitting yeah, there bumming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Well, there. Huh. Hey, if you want to uh, learn more about the Food and Wine Festival at Bush Gardens Williamsburg, go to our YouTube where we have the uh, video, which is doing really well. It's getting a lot of, well, we have three likes, which is a lot for us. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, people seem to enjoy that video, so go check it out. Uh, also, we have uh, from our from the Q segments. I have a couple coming up later on in the next couple months, so I want to give you guys time to uh, think about it. And I'm talking to you. I know. Here's the first one from the Q. You are only allowed to enter five parks ever again, so you have to pick five theme parks slash amusement parks. This includes separate separate ticketed events. So, i.e., if you want to go to Hello, or not Hello Scream, well, Hello Scream would be too. But if you want to go to Halloween Horror Nights, that means you have to pick uh, Universal Studios. Because if you don't, then you can't get in. Is it the same year of Halloween Horror Nights? What do you mean? Would it be like the same houses and everything forever? No, this is just saying you have okay. to, you can only go to these five theme parks ever again. Oh, okay, I understood. But Halloween Horror Nights counts as its own slot? Yeah. Well, right. secret tip. If I say Universal, I also have to use up a second of my five to get Halloween Horror Nights. No, no. I'm just saying no, okay. you have to, if to enter, to go to Halloween Horror Nights, you have to enter into Universal Studios Orlando or Hollywood. That has to be one of your parks. You can't gotcha. go into a park, even if it's a separate ticketed event. You cannot go in to any event if it's not one of your five parks. Also, you're not getting free admittance to these parks. You still have to pay. So, if you pay for an uh, annual pass to Universal and you don't pick Islands of Adventure, you still can't go in there. So there's a little bit of, uh, you know, financial concerns, too, of, to what you pick. Also, obviously, we live 
close to Busch Gardens Williamsburg. So someone who lives, who that isn't their home park, they probably wouldn't pick that park. But for us, you'd think that we would pick that as one of our parks. Just might be a no-brainer because it's... Yeah, otherwise we wouldn't be able to go. So uh, those are the... That's... And we don't count water parks. So you'd be able to go to water parks. Also, uh, not that it matters, but any future parks that come up in the future that open up brand new parks, you will be able to swap that out with an existing park that you currently have. So the new Universal Park when it opens up and whenever, if you'd want to switch that out with whatever park that you have, you can So then I could trade in my Six Flags Great America for a new <laughs> Universal. <laughs> Just America, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Great America is a park. I think that's in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I, yeah. I get so confused with the Six Flags parks. I yeah, really Six should Flags name them is, for the city. Uh, very strange. <laughs> uh, also, okay, so the second from the queue that I have is five Halloween Horror Nights houses. We're each going to come up with five original concepts or if it wants to be an IP, but I want specifics about how the house is, how, you know, what you have, uh, what idea you have for the house. And we're each going to present our five. And then between the, as a collective, we're going to pick the top 10 to be at our event. So five houses, all you have to come up with. Now I, I already have like four come up. I already have four. Yeah. Wow. You've got a head start yeah. here. Yeah. Well, this one probably Basically we won't do done. till September or August. So, okay. Cause right. yeah, that's gonna, it's gonna be some, uh, to think about it. Yeah, yeah. You got to think IP about for that. Yeah. Th that one's a lot more thinking than the other one. So you have time. Uh, also Joe and I booked, not just Joe and I and our wives <laughs> booked, uh, the carnival Mardi Gras for 20, November, 2020. So we'll be able to ride the new coaster bolt, the first coaster on a cruise ship. So that's very, yes. very exciting. Though it is not on RCDB. Ooh. So I don't know. It, it might show up. Maybe. It's, no, I mean, it doesn't exist yet. So. Well, they have a 2020 coasters section that you click on, and you can see what 2020 is. right on a boat. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because it's, <laughs> you, it, it's, there's no, you don't, like the, the coaster itself, you have, it has complete control over it at, at all times. Like you don't coast at any point. So I don't know. Yeah, it's an electric propelled. I mean, it kind of has to be on a ship, right? I mean, you yeah, can't you really have, 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 a, control, yeah. have a drop or something while, the, while some waves are coming. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it's technically a coaster that we'll get a credit, but uh, I'm excited about that. And uh, Leaving on Halloween, so maybe uh, oh, yeah, Halloween day. Halloween events uh, at the same time. Oh, yeah, there you go. And we are going to HHN this year, too. Uh, what is it, beginning of September at some point? So... We have that all booked, so that look forward to an episode reviewing that. But uh, that's too far ahead in the future. Let's go right into uh, near the f near future, which is what I don't even know how many days away uh, this vacation is. But we'll be going to Knott's Berry Farm, so let's get right into it. Let's start with the history of Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, of course, Knott's Berry Farm is located in Buena Park, California. It is a 57-acre theme park and owned by Cedar Fair. In 2017, it was the 10th most visited theme park in North America. Knott's Berry Farm is also the most visited theme park in the Cedar Fair chain. The park features 40 rides, including roller coasters, family rides, dark rides, and water rides, and it employs approximately 10,000 people. Unlike the rest of Cedar Fair parks, which are amusement parks, Knott's Berry Farm is the only theme park in the Cedar Fair chain. Now, I did some research because I saw that Knott's Berry Farm is a 57-acre park. So I want to know how that compares to other parks. So what size of park do you think Magic Kingdom is? No, I'm, I'm, on, the, I'm on the Knott's Berry Farm website because I've been previewing, previewing the rides and stuff. Yeah. And it says 
has grown in today's 160-acre family fun destination. Oh, well, that's much better then, because so this is on this is a wiki. So what Magic Kingdom I'd say 100. That doesn't include. That doesn't include. Does that include the water park? I do not know. All it says is 160-acre family fun destination. Yeah, destination. I think <laughs> which that, implies other stuff. Yeah, that'd probably mean everything, because their wiki says it's a 57-acre theme park. All right, Ian, what did you say for Magic Kingdom? 100. 100? Joe? Magic Kingdom is sprawling. You mean just the Magic Kingdom itself, not yes, all just of... the Magic Kingdom, not all four parks. But it's still, it's huge. Um, I'd say probably 150. It's enormous. Right. Magic Kingdom a is 142 acres. Now, in comparison, how many acres would you say Busch Gardens Williamsburg is? I don't know. It's much smaller, because Busch Gardens Williamsburg, you have to walk twice as far, but you have to walk the outer perimeter of the park the whole time. All right. And everything is in the middle. So I'd, I'd go with uh, 80 acres. All right. And 120. All right. Magic Kingdom is 142 acres. Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, 383 acres. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. Let's, okay. King's Dominion. What acreage would you give King's Dominion? <laughs> it has a lot of. I, so I've, I've just lost all my confidence <laughs> in spatial reality. <laughs> yeah. Magic Kingdom is 142. Bush Gardens Williamsburg is 383. No <laughs> Over way. double. What do you think King's Dominion is? They have a lot of I, like. I want to say it's bigger than Bush Gardens, but now I'm highly doubting myself. I'm 400. Ian? 431. 400 <laughs> acres exactly. Wow. What in the I world? Just... Right, my mind was blown. I had to cross references three times because there's no way that made sense to me. How is the Magic Kingdom that small? <laughs> you could fit like three Magic Kingdoms in King's Dominion. What? All right. So let's talk about the second largest park. Six Flags Great Adventure. That's the second largest in the world. Or Yeah. I don't know if it's the U.S. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the stat is. It's second largest. I think it might be in the U.S. might be the world. How big do you think that is? That's giant. It's enormous. 600. 600. Oh. Now, does that include the the animal park of it all? Oh, yeah, because I, they I've combine never been on that animal park. Yeah, they ride. combine them. That's, that's why it's huge. the largest. That's why it's Yeah, large. you're probably like up at up 700, 7,800 7, now, right? right? Six Flags Great Adventure is 475 acres. Oh. It's only 75 acres larger than King's Dominion. The, really? large, the largest acreage, the largest acreage park is Disney's Animal Kingdom. Do you want to guess what that is? This is the largest park. 530. Joe? 531? <laughs> 580. 580. Wow. So with this said, you could fit Knott's Berry Farm, if these numbers are right, how many? 60 divided by 580. Or 580 divided by 60. There's 10 of them roughly, 10. or 9.5. Almost 10 Knott's Berry Farms in one animal kingdom. But even more shocking, wow. you could fit like four in King's Dominion. <laughs> you know That's what? I want I want to see cutouts of a map and and drop these <laughs> parts onto like different cities and airports and stuff just to compare because it's my brain has just exploded. I yeah, I never guessed King's Dominion would even become close to being bigger than Bush Gardens. Now they do have right? a water park in the middle, but still, and in King's in Magic Kingdom, I thought it was huge. But yeah, how the heck is it that small? Because Bush Gardens does not feel at all larger than the Magic Kingdom. But like you said, it's it's sprawling. I mean, yeah. you got 
you got a lot of land. A lot of land. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, that, crazy. That walk between the front of the park and uh, the Griffin. <laughs> Just a whole lot of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's insane. I, I cannot believe that uh, A, Knott's Bay Farm is so small, and B, the size difference between these parks that I visit and I thought I had some grasp on their sheer size but wow so are these rides like going through each other <laughs> i don't know we'll have to wait and see <laughs> you're uh, gonna have a good time that the ferris wheel dips into <laughs> the, the rapid river <laughs> all right let's get right into some more history the origin of the theme park dates back to the mid-1920s when when walter knott and his family began selling berry products at a roadside stand along state route 39 in california by the 1940s, a restaurant, several shops, and other attractions have been constructed on the property to entertain a growing number of visitors, including a replica ghost town. The site continued its transformation into a modern amusement park over the next two decades, and an admission charge was added in 1968. The park was sold to Cedar Fair in the late 1990s, and the family food business was eventually acquired by the J.M. Smucker Company. So what happened was the, the uh, mother and dad died and the kids basically sold off all the properties, the park, wow. the food. They sold everything. They just liquidated. <laughs> Here's your life's work, Dad. <laughs> Gone. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. I want a Lambo. Here we go. Uh, now, here's an interesting little thing. Knott's Private Police Force. For most of the park's history, Knott's Berry Farm had a unique arrangement with the Orange County Sheriff Department, where the park's security officers were sworn special deputies vested with full police powers. The security department, however, did not answer to the county sheriff, but rather to the park's chief of security, who for many years was Steve Knott and the grandson Walter Knott. Knott's Berry Farm maintained a completely private police force vested with full police powers and overseen by park management. <laughs> That's insane. Wow. Yeah, they would even wow. they even fall underneath the, every all the other cop, uh, all the other police. Uh, so that's where Walt sheriff. Disney took that and went. You know, I got to one up this and create <laughs> an entire government in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's very interesting, very interesting indeed. All right, let's move right. In. <laughs> let's move How right do you in. get a deal like that? I know, right? Oh man, you give him a lot of bear, a lot of jelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get right into emissions and extras. First, let's start with Undercover Tourist. Of course, this is the third-party site that I buy a lot of my tickets from. So a single day, Monday through Thursday, March 28th, 2019 to January 5th, 2020 is $52.95. Now, again, this is no added fees or taxes. This is out the door, $52.95. Okay, good, because I was about to take a shot at them because the, the website has it for $53. <laughs> oh, which, which website? Uh, the Knott's Berry Farm website. Oh, okay. And also, this is, I but believe... This applicable is, fees and taxes apply. Yeah. So. yeah. Also, I believe um, this is the special mouse savers pricing. So if you, uh, you have to go through the link to save that $1. So it might be twenty fifty three ninety five. I'm not 100% sure. I don't recall. A uh, single day, any day. So if you want to go any day, including Friday, Saturday, Sunday, is and this is from March 29th, 2019 to January 5th, 2020, it's fifty four ninety five. So essentially, it's $2 more to go any day, <laughs> to, to go on a weekend. <laughs> uh, now, tickets on the website. There's a pick-your-date ticket that ranges between $49 and $58. There's a $6.99 processing fee. So that becomes $55.99 and $64.99 if you buy it on the website. So again, uh, the cheaper avenue, obviously, is going through Undercover Tourist. There's an any-date ticket that is $64 and $54.00. 
or at the gate, it's $84.54 for that's um, adult and child. So the adult, you can save 20 bucks. The child, though, uh, it's still 54. They don't give you any discount at all <laughs> for any day ticket for the children. So again, taxes and fees apply to that as well. Uh, admission and fast lane combo. So this ranges from $130 to $138 with online savings of it regularly being $174. Again, this is what their site claims. Uh, says as low as $124. However, I could not find a date in that price range. So if you go to the calendar and you click through all the dates, it claims $124 ticket, but there is none existing. The lowest I found was $130 and the highest was 138. So there wasn't a very much fluctuation there. There's also the 2019 all-inclusive ticket. This is $188. Now this one says it's as low as $181, but again, I could not find any dates for that price. Save up to $80 with a Knott's all-inclusive ticket includes one single-day admission, general parking, all-day dining, regular souvenir bottle, fast lane, and a single-day fun picks. So this is like what we got at Carowinds when we went. Uh, we get basically everything. They also have a 2019 Summer Nights all-inclusive ticket. This one's good from June 6th to August 11th. This is $188. Regularly, it is $256.95, so that's pretty good savings. Valid for one each of the following. General car parking, all-day park admission, summer nights tasting card, regular souvenir drink bottle, single-day fun picks, and fast lane wristband. Ages are valid for ages 3 plus, valid on the date chosen. Most summer nights tasting food cards locations open at 6 p.m. So the summer nights food card is usually, if you buy it, is $35 for eight tastings, which will give you about $4.38 each. And they have all kinds of different foods. Um, I can click on it and tell you. So it looks like the summer nights, if you're going in the summer, this would be a better one because you get the food card on top of actually just getting the regular stuff. So the summer nights food tastings card, here's what you can get. You can get an ice cream cone, a cookie witch, which is a, I guess, cookie sandwich, cookie witch, kettle corn, fruit salad, churro loops, farmer's market shortcake, peach cobbler, corn cup, fish tacos, salad bowl, Fudge dipped apple, uh, flavored lemonade, sorted craft beers. Oh, they have beer. Sorted wines, shrimp and sausage skewer, uh, veggie skewer, chili corn dog. No, chili corn chip pie. Oh, that sounds interesting. A chili in a bread bowl, in a corn bread bowl, and seasonal sausage with a bun. And there might be a couple other things scattered in there. But essentially, that's all the things you can get with the tasting card. Again, if you're going to do one of the two, I guess that one would be the better one because it's essentially the same price and you get the added value of the $35 tasting card. Next, we're going to get into the 2019 Ride and Slide card, $78 online savings. Regularly, it is $137. Valid for one admission to both Knott's Berry Farm and Knott's Berry Knott's Soak City Water Park on the same day. Oh, so you have to go on the same day. So, uh, Soak City is open select days through September 8th, 2019. And they also have a 2019 single day admission military price, which is between $50 and $52, depending on the day you pick. So those are all the ticket options that you have there. Undercover tourist, uh, when, you, when you add in all the fees and stuff, still be the cheapest way to go. Unless you want to do an all-inclusive ticket, uh, that would be pretty, pretty good too. All right, let's get right into what everyone wants. Fast lane. 
Oh, Ian's disappointed. Say roller coasters. No, fast lane, eighty-five dollars. <laughs> Online savings regularly ninety dollars. So you save five dollars. Wow. It's unlimited. Now I'll get into the fast lane rides a little bit uh, further down. Uh, parking, two thousand nineteen, twenty dollars. RV or bus, twenty-five dollars. Now this does not say that you get any discount. I think regular parking is twenty dollars. So I don't think you save anything from buying online other than maybe time, unless you hand them a $20 bill. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so $20 for parking. We'll have to pay that. And I'll probably just prepay it online because why not? All season souvenir bottle, $31.99. Enjoy refreshing Coca-Cola beverages all day long and get free refills during the 2019 season when you visit the park. Only a 15-minute interval between refills. Valid January 1st, 2019 through December 31st, 2019. Uh, can be used at Nosberry Farm and Soak City Water Park. Valid admission to the park where the souvenir bottle will be used is required. 2019 souvenir bottle. This is $12.99, so it's much cheaper. Uh, online price, it says, regularly is uh, $15 or $14.99, so you save a couple bucks. Enjoy refreshing Coca-Cola beverages all day long and get free refills on your first visit. Plus, pay only $1, taxes included, hey for each refill when you visit again. Only a 15-minute interval between refills. Valid January 1st through December 31st, 2019. Can be used at Knott's Berry Farm and Soak City Water Park. Valid admission to the park where the souvenir bottle is required. So we might actually do that because we're going to be there for the day. And we I don't know if we're going to try to sneak in the Soak City Water Park or not. Hey, we might actually have time considering the it's only 57 acres. <laughs> 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 all right. All Day Dining. 2019 All Day Dining is $31.99. Purchase an All Day Dining plan and enjoy a select entree and a salad at any of the 16 participating locations throughout Knott's Berry Farm and Soak City Water Park can be used every 90 minutes. So it's a 90 minute one. It does not include the drink, unfortunately, but that's why they sell the water bottle separately. They have a 2019 single meal deal. This is $14.99. So this is $15 for this. Purchase single meal deal for $14.99 and enjoy a select entree, side, and regular fountain drink at any of the 16 participating locations throughout Knott's Berry Farm and Soak City Water Park. Again, $15 does not seem like a cheap lunch to me, even at a, at a park. I think I could... At a park? That, I mean, it includes the drink, which is going to be a $4 up kick anywhere you go. Yeah, maybe. All right. Maybe that's a good I mean, deal. it's not great, but it's better than... Well, that makes the all-day dining look much more attractive if they're selling fifteen, you know, two of them, and you're basically Eat one for in. fifteen. Maybe that's what they're doing. They're just upselling the. Yeah, they must be. They have a 2019 single-day fun picks. Of course, this is their uh, photo pass. Their photo pass. Yeah, the photo pass. Twenty-nine ninety-nine. So that's uh, that's probably on par with other parks. They have the 2019 single stroller rental was twenty-one dollars. A double was twenty-five. And the manual wheelchair for 2019 rental is 26 with an electric being 60. All right. Now let's get into entertainment. I think they should ban double strollers from amusement parks. Oh, well, <laughs> Disney already has. Uh, they added that. Uh, they implemented that uh, stroller size. So they're they, they should make them. I mean, if you need a double stroller, it should be in length and not width. Yeah. Yeah. Make it really long. That way you can bump into people and be, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you're. Half well, but the width, I mean, you have, you have, because what you're going to do is you're going to have the double stroller. And I saw this at Bush Gardens. Someone's with a double stroller pushing across that bridge where there's already not enough room to get by. Yeah. And then they were walking the kid beside the double stroller. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah. So they blocked along. Everybody. So they took the entire bridge for four people. And I'm sure they were mo they're moving ass too. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's a baby who needed a stroller who decided yeah. to walk at this yeah. particular minute. Yeah. Let's go over the bridge and block everybody else. Good. Yeah. 
Uh, very nice. <laughs> so I, I have a little double stroller hate. <laughs> yeah, I see this. All right. <laughs> you know what's going to get you out of your hate? Talking about shows at Knott's Berry Farm. Here we go. Oh, nice. Calico Saloon Show. Bally up to the bar in this old-time Western toe-tapping musical extravaganza filled with songs, comedy, and heart. Drop by the Calico, Sal- Calico Saloon for a demonstration in the finer points of the can-can or a musical mismatching matchings of Cameo Kate and Dakota Dan. Wow, I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. Okay, that sounds interesting. I'm not that sure. sounds like it'd be fun. I could spend some time at the old uh, saloon show. That could be a good time. I think the saloon sold you. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I also like can can <laughs> Well, that is true. Uh, Camp Snoopy Theater. Charlie Brown, Lucy Linus, and their friend JT in the world's most popular beagle, Snoopy, like they have to say his name, Snoopy, bring fun and music to Camp Snoopy. Crazy Kirk and the Hillbillies. Oh, Lord. Yeah. This is their answer to the country bears. <laughs> Things get crazy. Of course, crazy is with, is with a K. When Crazy Kirk and the Hillbillies perform their toe-tapping, knee-slapping, side-splitting country. Oh, no. Country there music are... comedy show inside Wagon Camp. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't buy it. I mean, there's way too many teeth in this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds horrific. Yeah, well, you oh, got a wow. you got a banjo, a violin, an upright bass, and a guitar. Oh, oh man, fantastic! Oh, this sounds interesting. Mystery Lodge, cross over the rushing waters of Mystical Thunder Falls to experience the inexplicable magic of award-winning Mystery Lodge. The special effects-laden experience offers a heartwarming encounter with the old storyteller who leads guests on an unforgettable journey deep into the native North American West. Hmm. That actually sounds kind of interesting. It does. Although that first sentence, it was like a random word generator threw them all in there. I'm just like, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've read it like three times and it's not a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Native American dancer. You'll thrill to our Native American dance presentation filled with amazing movement, mesmerizing stories, and fascinating culture and history. Celebrate the lore, legends, music, and dance of Native American tribes with participatory learning adventures for all ages. This is a truly special experience. Yeah, uh, that one doesn't sound as good. Ooh, Space Beagle. Blast off with Charlie Brown, Lucy, and Snoopy as the most famous Beagle becomes the first dog on the moon. It is an out-of-this-world adventure. Well, that sounds different. Still won't see it. Oh, Ian, this is you. Roller coaster? Wonderful. Wild West stunt show. Oh, yeah. Frontier Feats of Wonder. A rocking Old West stunt show featuring gunfights, fistfights, and more. You won't want to miss a minute of action when our amazing stunt performers hit the stage at the historic open-air Wagon Camp Theater. We'll definitely do that one. I don't know, but oh. I've got to say right now, there's no possible way it competes with Great Adventure. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about, Great Adventure? Now, wasn't it a Great Adventure no, in New Jersey? Or, no, America. that was America. That's America, that was, the sunshine. That was Baltimore, right? Yeah, yeah. Malta, Baltimore. Oh, that's right. It was the highlight of the entire city. <laughs> oh, also, hey, I don't know if I told everybody, uh, instead of getting the five-day uh, or, or the <laughs> LA Go cards, we got four-day, and we've become Six Flags members again. So, Joe, get ready this fall. We are doing a day, another haunted house experience up at Six Flags America. Oh, nice. And we're seeing that Wild West show one more time. Oh, yes, we are. 
<laughs> all right. Now, that's all the shows I have, but they have special events going on for the summer. So let's start with Ghost Town Alive, because this sounds very interesting. Uh, it's open daily from uh, now. <laughs> that's specific. Through August 11th. Weekends August 17th through September 1st plus September 2nd. That's a mouthful. So it's basically all summer, then weekends leading into the, uh, the well, August 17th is still summer. But the second half of August, it's weekends. Ghost Town Alive returns to Knott's Berry Farm for the summer, complete with bandits, cowboys, robberies, judges, a good old western hoedown, and much more. Guests can visit the beloved town of Calico and experience an authentic western adventure by becoming a star in this summer's story of the Wild West. Ghost Town Alive runs on select dates May 24th through September 2nd. So this is interesting. So basically they tell a story. There's an ongoing story every day, and you can spend as much time and try to un unravel the story. But it's a it's a story that happens throughout the day. So things happen in the morning, and then they, I think they have a trial in the afternoon. And so you can be as part you can you can really get into it, like what the story is, and spend a bunch of time. Unfortunately, we're not gonna have time to do this because we only have one day there. But this sounds like if I was, and they have a newspaper that tells you basically what's going on in the town that you can grab, so it gives you a briefing of what's going down. This sounds very interesting. We are definitely gonna go and hang out a little bit at it if not uh, as much as I can, because this sounds unique. Cedar Point has some type of weird thing happening this year. They, it's brand new. This almost sounds a little bit like that. So yeah, that sounds very interesting. Now, they also have the Not Summer Nights, which will be going on as well when we're there. So let's see what's happening with their summer nights. The summer adventure continues long after the sun goes down with an all-new nighttime summer party that will liven up the night. Beginning June 7th through August 11th, the Not Summer Nights offers numerous ways to enjoy the nighttime festivities as live music, food, and games take over the Knott's Midway. So they have some live entertainment with some DJs and a party crew that's going to pop up and do stuff. Oh, man. And they have a food tasting card, so they have different foods that you can taste. That's I already listed those. Or I told you guys about that earlier. And so, yeah, it looks like it's a, you know, a summer celebration. Do your typical stuff that, you know, theme parks have. I don't see anything about fireworks, though. Did you? They have a couple fireworks nights that are listed. Okay, There's so 4th not of July, night. Labor Day. Ah, yeah, your standard stuff. All right, so those are the special events going on this summer. So if you're going to the park during those times, by all means, check those out. Sounds good. Like I said, oh. Ghost Town Alive. I really want to play with that. Uh, maybe we'll get some good video and uh, put it on uh, the YouTube channel. That'd be fun. Next week's Father's Day brunch. hey oh, there we go. All right, so now we're getting in. You ready? Roller coasters. We're getting into... Okay, this one, because it's a theme park, we're going to break it in by break it out by land. Instead of doing it by flat rides, then coasters, we're going to do them combined by land. So we're going to say the land, and then we're going to give you all the flat rides and all the coasters of that land. You guys ready for that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, new take. Yes. Well, it's a theme park, Joe. It's not an amusement park. So, you know, I figured this is extra special. It is, although it's hard to figure that out from their website. <laughs> take my they, word they just break it out by rides yeah well i didn't do it that way all right camp snoopy we'll start off with the kids uh court you have a bunch of kids stuff that you see at all cedar fair points you got the bus thing and the other yeah you got all the crap that no one how are you gonna get onto the timberline twister roller coaster tom yeah you're gonna have to take your kid and all your kids are too no, big i can't because adults <laughs> under five nine can't go on oh wait 
Adults under 5'9". Oh, no. Adults over 5'9 can't go on. You have to be under 5'9 to go on it. So I can't ride this. But oh, wow. You're, 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 I thought you were going to have to borrow a child or something. You're, uh, no, you're, you're excluded. You're, well, hold on, Joe. You're, you're, you're screwing up my whole system. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn it. You comment after I say what it is. Then you make your little comment, your snipey little comments. First, I'm going to talk about the High Sierra Ferris wheel. I love the old school Ferris wheels that like, not the ones that you sit in a circular thing, like a King's Dominion or yeah, King's Dominion, but the old ones where you sit face, like, you know what I mean? We have this, the bar across and you sit there and it goes up and around. Cause then you get the butterflies in your stomach when it goes around. I love those. I haven't been able to do one of those. I don't know any park that has one. This park has one. It's in their camp Snoopy. And if you look at the picture, it looks like it's, it's not huge, but I think I can, one, but I think I could enjoy that one. I want to ride this. I can't stupid. I mean, you should have to find a fair or something like that for yes. a Ferris wheel these yes. days. Yes. And I, oh man, I would die for a double. You ever see those double Ferris wheels? They have two two circles and they go up over and they go around. You ever see those back in the day? Oh man, mm-hmm. I would kill to go in one of those again. Oh man. But anyway, so I that High Sierra Ferris wheel, which was installed in 1983, we're definitely going to hit that in Camp Snoopy. Yes, the Timberline Twister, a 2002 Bradley and K Kitty Coaster. Uh, it has a manual handbrake. <laughs> That's very interesting. That you have to manually uh, brake it. Or, you know, stop it. <laughs> Not brake it. But yes, you have to be under 5'9 to ride it as an adult. So, unfortunately, Joe, you're the only one that could ride it. Uh, unfortunately, Ian and I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just low. Uh, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm taller than that still. Oh, okay. <laughs> not, not, by, not by a lot. I mean. uh, well, there is one coaster in this land that we can ride. It's the Sierra Sidewinder. It's a 2007 Mack Ride spinning coaster. <sighs> it was the first spinning roller coaster in the United States to feature trains with multiple spinning cars rather than individual spinning car. So that's interesting. Also, it was also one of the first roller coasters to feature on-ride video recordings as opposed to the traditional still on-ride photo. So that's a little bit of history. So we're definitely going to ride that one. How about that? All right, let's move into Ghost Town. Now, this, I think, is the biggest. If you look at the park map, Ghost Town looks like it takes up essentially almost all the par- the entire park. <laughs> it's probably like 50 of the 57 acres. But uh, Ghost Town has a bunch of stuff. Let's first talk about Butterfield Stagecoach. This was brought to the park in 1949. A family stagecoach ride which takes guests through the areas of Fiesta Village, Camp Snoopy, and the Indian Trails area. So this is an actual stagecoach that you coach that you get in and you ride, you know, horseback and you ride around. That looks fantastic. Is this an extra or is this just built in? No, I think this is built in. That is wonderful. God, I know. I would love that. <laughs> I am all about that. That's, we're definitely doing that. You got those seats up on the top looking back? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It looks so much fun. We're definitely going to do the stagecoach. Even if it is extra. Well, no, I don't you want to that, reenact but... the hateful eight. <laughs> <laughs> now, you put your hands up real slow, like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next is the Calico Mine Ride. This is 1960s or 1960. It was brought in. A two-foot narrow gauge mine train and dark ride. Riders board ore cars pulled by battery-operated locomotives and journey deep into a faux mining excavation site. The ride closed for refurbishment in 2000, January 2014 and reopened in June 14, 2014. So basically it took a half a year off to do a refurb. Again, this one is a dark ride that looks like it's very interesting. It has oh, it's awesome. All the animatronics inside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, this is another one that I really want to do. So this sounds fun. 
That is a uh, Pirates of the Caribbean for California. <laughs> Another one is the Calico Railroad. It opened in 1952. An authentic three-foot narrow-gauge train ride around the park. The 10-minute ride takes guests through the wild wilderness areas, the boardwalk area, and through Fiesta Village. Again, it's like probably your typical train, but I, we'll do that too. That looks like that sounds like fun. Then you have the Timber Mountain Log Ride. Ian, you're a big log, log ride. ride. This one was opened in 1969. A classic themed log flume, a classic themed log flume attraction. The five-minute ride features two major drops, of which the final drop is 42 feet. The ride opened in 1969 and reopened in 2013 after an extensive refurbishment. Yeah, so this one. They did a big refurbishment on it, and uh, it's supposed yeah. to be really cool. Did you say five minute? Five minute, yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be. Oh, I'm excited about this one, too. Now, this is uh, brand new for this year. Calico River Rapids. Brand new, 2019. It's an Intamin uh, ra Rapids ride. A new expedition in an uncharted territory awaits eager explorers. Knott's Whitewater Raft Ride, formerly known as Bigfoot Rapids, has undergone a major renovation with the addition of new features to the attraction, including new animatronics, themed show scenes, a new story overlay, and plenty of dynamic water features. So that sounds awesome, too. So they, they have a water a rapids ride with animatronics and stuff. Like, it's a show... <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's really cool. There's that rattlesnake sitting on the side. You got yeah. the bear with the salmon in its mouth. I mean, this is... <laughs> Sounds these good. These guys know how to put together a park. So, uh, Calgo River Rapids takes uh, voyagers on a search for new land through the outskirts of Calico. Rafters encounter a variety of wild surprises along the way, such as roaring rapids and indigenous wildlife. The circular raft ride, which seats six passengers, traverses through unexpected twists and turns, rushing waters and rapid currents as it navigates the unexplored river path. Formerly Bigfoot Rapids from 1987 to 2018. So I'm surprised this thing only seats six because most of the rapid rides down in Florida are much bigger. And this Roman is the Rapids same size. Yeah, again, that's here in Virginia. But when they have I mean, just look at this picture. It looks like it's a really narrow um, river. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, it's weird they only seat six. So there you go. Ah, Ghost Rider. Here, Ian. It's a coaster. 1998 hey. GCY, GCY, GCI Customs Coasters International Wood. It has 4,500 uh, feet long, so it's a pretty long ride. 14 hills, 10 crossovers, and three bridges. Closed from September 8th, 2015 to June 2016 for, for, for a refurbishment performed by GCI. During the refurbishment, the ride was retracked. Some sections were reprofiled. And the original three PTC trains were replaced by two GCI Millennium Flyer trains. So this thing's supposed to be pretty good, and I'm excited to, to uh, ride this one because uh, I'm becoming much more uh, enjoying the wooden coasters than I used to. So I, I am looking forward to that one. Next in Ghost Town is the Silver Bullet, the 2004 B&M Invert. You excited about that one, Ian? Yes. This cost the sixteen million dollars back in two thousand four when they built it. So yeah, I know I don't know anything about this one. I didn't look at the POV, so uh, it probably won't beat Banshee. Banshee, but uh, I look forward to giving it a but shot. They give you a free course when you get off it. Is that the <laughs> yeah, <silver bullet? laughs> you got to drink it while you're on it. Uh, the last coaster in this section is the Pony Express two thousand eight. It's a Zimperla Moto coaster, flywheel launch from 0 to 38 miles per hour in 3 seconds, 
and you straddle the seat like you're riding a horse. So these are those. This is a coaster like. Uh, well, it's going to be like the I guess the Hagrid's right or the Tron coaster where you actually straddle something and you ride it or you know SeaWorld, San Antonio, their whatever their Wave Runner one. So that sounds uh, pretty interesting. Ain, what do you think of that one? Seem cool. Yeah, I think all the coasters in this section uh, sound top notch. All right, next section is the Fiesta Village. The first thing there is a dragon swing. This is brought in in 1980. It's a Chance Morgan swinging pirate ship. So would definitely would not be doing that. I hate pirate ship rides. <laughs> uh, next is a Hat Dance, 1969. It's a teacups type ride, but you're in a the Mexican hat or something. I don't know. Yeah. Won't be doing that either. Then they have the merry-go-round. Everyone has to have a merry-go-round, right? 1955, one of the world's oldest working dental carousel. This 100-year-old ride still revolves to the strains of its antique band organ. Uh, Menagerie carousels, 48 hand-carved animals, including lions, tigers, ostriches, camels, zebras, giraffes, pigs, cats, and horses. A Rolitzer uh, number 157 band organ is also present, but not restored. So <laughs> I guess they have an organ in there that's not working. Eh, there you go. It's an old merry-go-round. Uh, I'm not a big merry-go-round fan, so I probably won't ride it, but maybe the kids will. Well, I doubt it because they didn't want to ride the ones at the Legoland when they did a double one. And that one is cool, too. So who knows? Next is the Wave Swinger 1986 Zire Classic Family Swing Ride. Uh, yeah, I won't be riding that either because I don't like swings. Then you have the La Revolution 2003 Chance Morgan. Riders rotate 360 degrees while simultaneously swinging back and forth in a pendulum motion. Uh, you'll ride this, Ian, won't you? Probably. Yeah, you go back and forth. Uh, yeah, I'm not so sorry about me, but then then you have the Soul Spin. This is 2017 uh, Mondial. A thrilling topsy-turvy adventure over six stories high as they rotate in all directions on one of the six spinning arms. So this is uh, pretty sickening. I think is this that what looks we, horrifying. Is this the one we rode at Carowinds? Is that the same type of ride? I don't know. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. So that's what this is. So I rode that. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I'm still spin? shocked that you got yeah. me onto that ride. <laughs> well, after the funnel cake, you know, you're doing anything <laughs> except the boomerang. You still didn't do the boomerang. <laughs> Very smart move. All right, let's get right into the coasters. This one, oh boy. Montezuma's Revenge, 1978. This is a Schwarzkopf shuttle loop. So it's a boomerang, essentially. Flywheel launch from 0 to 55 miles per hour in 4.5 seconds. 66 sets of brakes, 33 on top, 33 on the bottom. Sometime between 1999 and 2003 seasons, the Montezuma's Revenge was repainted with teal track and yellow supports. This one I'm doing purely for the credit because, ugh, it's going to be awful. It I looks am, terrible. I am no All fan. that backwards running yeah, everywhere yeah. and then backwards through the loop. Oh, I'm literally getting nauseous just thinking about it. But for the credit, I will do it. Then there is the Jaguar 1995 Zyre Tivolia. It's a family coaster. Now, this one we couldn't do. So I think I am going to do this one because it looks like it's a little bigger. Looks like there's a little bit of an adventure to it. So, yeah. That's one I, one I will do. All right. Let's move right into the boardwalk area. 
The world's largest Johnny Rockets restaurant franchise is located at Knott's Boardwalk, featuring over 5,900 square feet of indoor dining space for more than 260 guests. So they must like their Johnny Rockets, I guess, because that's that's a lot. Uh, then you have, okay, so in this section you have the Pacific Scrambler. This is 2013. Originally Whirlpool from 1989 to 1996, Pacific Scrambler is a classic Scrambler amusement park ride. When the area was opened in 1996, this was a ride called Whirlpool. It was housed inside a building which featured undersea murals on the walls with musical sound soundtrack effects and concept style lighting effects. That sounds pretty good. I'd ride that. Not now, it's just a scrambler. In 2000, it was replaced with a with a shoot-to-shoots ride called Perilous Plunge. The ride eventually closed down in 2012 and was replaced with three new rides, including specific scrambler. So there you go. So, so it was better originally. Then it was good when they got rid of it, made it a shoot-to-shoots, and now it's just crap. So, Sky Cabin, 1974 Intamin. Ascend over 180 feet in a slow-moving sky cabin for a 360-degree panoramic view of Orange County and the L.A. Basin. So that sounds good. Then you have Supreme Scream, 1998 SNS Worldwide, features the highest drop in the park, a vertical ascending and descending drop ride. It features three turbo drop towers. So I think this is kind of like uh, like at Cedar Point because you got three different towers, and they probably uh, do their thing. Uh, they do. They each do something a little bit differently. Hopefully, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. If we have time, we'll do it. If not, uh, unlike you, Joe, we're not big uh, drop ride or not drop connoisseurs. Ride. Yeah, we're not connoisseurs anyway. Surfside Glider, 2013 Larson International, a flying scooters ride with a height of 28 feet. Riders can pilot and move the gliders as it offers them a good view of the boardwalk area. Now, these are those ones like at Cedar Point, or not? I mean at Kings Dominion, Ian. That you that you pull back and forth and you can go like in and out. The eagle one. Yes. Oh, I hate these. I get. Yeah, so you sick. pull the handle and it goes up. It's kind of like a kiddie ride, except no, scaled no, no. up. No, you don't go up. You go back and like you go side to side. Has like mm. the like the sail almost. It's by Dinosaurs Alive at King's Dominion. Mm. Yeah, because I thought well side to side, but it goes up because it's on a, a line. If you go to the side, you have to go up, right? Oh well, yeah. Like, okay. I mean, it's a fixed length cable. All right. All right. Technically, but, all right. <laughs> Got technicality there, Joe. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> you go side to side, which would then in turn make you go up. <laughs> all right. Uh, that was, yeah, that one sounds awful. I won't do that. Then you have Voyage to the Iron Reef. This one I am excited to do. Two's out, 2015 Triotech, a 4D interactive family dark ride attraction where riders aim and shoot at animated targets to score points. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely want to do that. That's, again, that's a new one. So, 2015. Well, it's four years old now, but sounds like fun. Ian, you interested in that one? Yeah. Yeah, that one sounds good. Wheeler Dealer Bumper Cars. Not really much more need to be said about that. They're bumper cars. Uh, probably won't do that. Wipeout 1999 Chance Rides, a Trabant Circular Ride. Trabant Circular Ride. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's Looks like one. Music Express. Yeah, yeah kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. So. Except you have it's you have the it's kind of neat though the cars you like can face each other inside a car instead of them all being one direction. Hmm. All right, yeah, probably won't do that one either. So someone will have to go backwards, which would make it horrifying. Oh, that'd be awful. Yeah. Then you have Accelerator, the ride, nineteen eighty three Intamin Accelerator coaster, cost thirteen million dollars. It's a two thousand five foot height. Oh, it's two thousand and five uh, foot height. Now to compare. 200. 
205. Oh, what did I say? 2000? Yeah. Oh, geez. I mean, it looks like a medium thrill dragster. All right. Well, I'm glad you said that. Let's look at uh, top thrill dragster. What do you think is the height? It's 420 feet. Mm. Yes, that is correct. All right. Then what do you think Six Flags Great Adventures King Dakai is? It's 455. Oh, you're wrong. 456. Wow. You have failed us for the last time. Oh. Yeah. So this is 205. So this is less than half of those two. So it's a little smaller. Now, this one goes fine. From... It could be pretty fun, though. I mean, it's 82 miles an hour. Right. It's not going to murder this you. Is, like this is going to be flights. like the uh, King's Dominion's uh, hypersonic XLC. Kind of type. Never got to ride that. Yep. Yeah, it's forgettable. Uh, it has a hydraulic launch of 0 to 82 miles per hour in 2.3 seconds. So here we go. Top fill drag, sir. What do you got, Ian? 115 seconds and... I mean, 115, wow, wow. 115 yeah. miles per hour. Right. Zero to 120 in four seconds. Ah. All right, let's talk about King Naka. That's like 100, what was top throw, 120? Yeah. This is like 125 or 130, right? This is 128 in 3.5. Yeah. Which seems like, it seems a lot faster, though. Well, the thing is, is that, that eight miles an hour makes a huge difference to the rider. And it's half a second. Faster. faster so yeah you combine the two Kay. yeah so yeah accelerator i'll ride it but i'm not expecting great things out of it it'll be a, for what it is it'll be it'll be thrilling but you know after you do the other two well <laughs> i'll be glad it's not king the car because oh man that hurts all right then you have coast rider 2013 mac rides wild mouse so they have a wild mouse joe i know it's your favorite so yeah. we'll ride that one of the good ones it is uh, not it is no. the terrible wild mouse oh boy that spinning wild mouse. Uh, You're a fan of that one, right? Yeah. I am. That's the only weird. good wild mouse. That is weird. You don't like spinning and you don't like wild mice. You put them together and there. There you have it. You love it. Then you have, okay, I'm excited about this one, even though it's not getting greatest reviews. People think it's pretty mediocre. Hang Time 2018. It's a Gershlier amusement rides. What is it? Hang Time. It's an infinity coaster. What is that? <laughs> you have to get, it's a 96 degree vertical angle. So your drop is 96 degrees. Yeah. An elaborate lighting system was created by KCL Engineering. You never heard of Hang Time, Ian? No. They made a big deal when it first came out. They have a really, uh, as a lighting package that will follow the train as it goes. See, what I don't understand with rides like this when they have the steepest drop in California, 96 degrees. That is exactly the same as 84 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's six degrees off vertical. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's in though. You know, you're you have to go in, so you're hanging out a little bit. You know, you're. Yeah, I guess it's a little bit, but it just seems like it's it's not vertical. <laughs> it's over vertical, Joe. Yeah, which is better. <laughs> it's even more better. Yeah, yeah, better than better. Okay, all right. Uh, let's see. So that's that's all I have actually. So that's all the coasters and all the lands and all the rides. Like I said, that sounds sounds like a fun day at the park. I think it has a lot of stuff that other parks don't have, and that's what I'm really looking forward to, like that uh, Ghost Town Alive. I'm looking forward to that. Ghost Town Alive. I'm looking yeah, have forward the, to the stagecoach. Yeah, stagecoach. Yeah. I mean that uh, that's kind of a unique experience. Going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, different rides will all have animatronics. So it'll be. I think it'll be a fun day at the park, even though it's a smaller park, which is good too, I guess, because then you can uh, run around. You don't have to go as far to get to everything. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, that your mine train is going to be unlike every other mine train you've ever been on. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be. I don't. Even, that's not even a. That's not a coaster. I don't believe. 
Oh, you can use your fast lane for it. So, oh, I never did discuss what. What uh, goes lane, on? Yeah, yeah. Your fast lane—it's your typical all your stuff that you get. So that sounds like a good time. Knott's Berry Farm. If anyone who's listening to this uh, is a native <laughs> Californian or knows Knott's Berry Farm very well, and you want to give us tips on to how to tour this park, by all means, reach out to us. Our email is vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. Also, that goes that holds true to Six Flags, uh, Magic Mountain, or any other the, the uh, California parks that we're going to be t- visiting, like SeaWorld. I'm not sure if we need a SeaWorld uh, touring plan, uh, but Disneyland, I know that's pretty complex. Uh, and with the new Star Wars land just open, that's even more complex. So uh, I'm doing that research to uh, see. And those episodes will be coming out. Uh, Universal Hollywood. I'll be doing an overview on that one, as well as Disneyland. So uh, look forward to that. But I think for this episode, we are good to go. Do you guys have anything to add? No. No, I do not. This sounds like it's going to be a fun day. Yes, it certainly will be. You'll hear all about it once we get back. Uh, We'll do the episode, of course, breakdown of everything that we did. And hopefully have some accompanying uh, YouTube channel stuff. All right. I think that'll wrap it up for this episode. So I thank my panel of Ian and Joe. And until we stream again, go see Crazy Kirk and the Hillbillies and keep making memories. Right on. And have a Six Flags Day. Thanks for listening to the Vacationers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationers Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production. <laughs>